0: I'm Austin Lugo. I'm Andrew Harp. This is With Nothing To Say.
1: Let's talk about Batman Returns.
0: Before we get started this week, next week we're going to be watching a Charlie Chaplin film. Andrew, you've never seen Modern Times, which seems like a pretty big uh, hole to have. Is it just have you never seen modern times
1: you've never seen jurassic park i rest my case <laughs> so what
0: i guess that's fair
1: i've i don't know it's
0: just a weird one to have not seen
1: i mean i went on a charlie Chaplin tear maybe like a few weeks ago where I, I was watching a bunch of his shorter films but it didn't i, I wasn't able to follow through to all of his features he's got so many of them i kind of want to like you know take my time with them
0: yeah there's a lot to explore it'll be fun You'll like it. I think you'll be a, yeah, I'm sure will. a joyous time brawl involved. Oh, here comes my cat. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Anyways. So this week I wanted to pick a Christmas movie. Yeah. A Christmassy movie. And this was Christmassy enough. I mean, it, it takes place during Christmas. So you've seen this movie before. When did you first see this movie, Andrew?
1: This is a movie that I think I watched in like chunks when I was a kid. I think it scared me. So it wasn't really like a movie that I loved. But I do remember it. Like I do like remember like images and stuff from it. And then I've watched it like in full, like and as an as adult, like last year or like a like a year or two ago. And then, yeah, so this is like the second time I've watched it in, like, you know, the span of a couple years.
0: It's baffling to say who this movie was originally made for because it's, I mean, it's a superhero movie. So it's kind of a kids' movie. But it's also incredibly dark. It's pretty it's pretty dark pretty dark last sexual
1: tension the very beginning of the movie parents try to kill a little baby <laughs> that's the opening of the movie they try to kill a kid
0: that's that's pretty far for the course I mean you got your Harry Potter uh that, that seems to be uh not too far but it is I mean they do throw him into a dark sewer it's not great and I guess they do trap him in a they lock him in a box
1: it's very uh he's like Moses
0: yeah some would say that Danny DeVito is a modern Moses he's great Danny DeVito is great in this. Uh, it was a, a perfect casting choice. In, in preparation for this, I did watch Batman 1989, Tim Burton. Tim Burton didn't direct the Batman Forever, correct?
1: No, the other Batman. No, no, he didn't do Batman Forever Batman and Robin. I don't even think he produced them or anything like that. They have similar elements though. All these like early ones.
0: Right. But Batman Forever, that's part of the trilogy, right? That's still Michael Keaton as...
1: Michael Keaton, no.
0: No, so he only did these two?
1: Yes, Batman and I forever, Batman Forever I believe is Val Kilmer, and Batman and Robin is George Clooney.
0: Okay, well I'm glad I didn't watch Batman Forever because I wasn't gonna. I really didn't want to watch it.
1: I mean, like, yeah, if you just want to like skip to the good stuff, I guess. Like, oh you could god, just, hey, my cat's he's being on, He's today. on one, yeah, that's crazy. He's excited. Well, I was just gonna say like, yeah, if you just want to skip to the good stuff, then maybe don't watch Batman Forever. But I, I'm partial. I'm I'm I kind of like it. It has like a ton of problems, like a lot of issues. There are too many villains. There's like a lot of villains in it. This one, Batman Returns, arguably has too many villains in it. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. But I think it's fine. I think it's, the right, I think it's a fine amount. But Batman Forever has like way too many and has other problems as well. But I think it's worth watching just because it's like kind of kooky looking. Okay. But I think the best out of all of these Batman movies at that time is this one, Batman Returns.
0: I'm a big Batman fan, seeing a lot of Batman films. I've obviously seen- That's the... crazy you
1: haven't seen any of these though. I didn't really know that you didn't see any of these.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of off. They're
1: always on streaming.
0: They're always on streaming. They're really easy to find. I think it's because like I wasn't very partial to Tim Burton until recently because I didn't like his newer stuff. So you know, mm-hmm. I never got around to it. And you know, I'd never heard anything good about Batman Forever, Batman Robin. So those were never on the list. I have long wanted to see the Adam West Batman, but
1: Oh yeah, the movie. I haven't seen that one either.
0: I also learned recently that the original Batman movie was made in 1943. I didn't know there was a Batman movie that old.
1: I didn't know that either. I'm guessing it's like um like a guy wearing like pajamas or something like that.
0: I- I've seen like a couple of like still images and it's I've heard it's not very good, but it's probably the first superhero movie. I mean 1943. That's pretty early. I can't think of a, a superhero movie that came out before 1943.
1: You argue Buster Keaton's a superhero.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he's just a Buster. Su- he's just a superhero in real life. <laughs> he's just a real life superhero.
1: Yeah, that's true. You yeah. know, you got, you got to watch all the Batman movies for sure. Especially since the most recent one was pretty good. And yeah, like I said, Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. They're not great movies, but like, that doesn't mean that they're not worth watching at least once.
0: Watching this duology was a very fun experience. I loved Batman 1989, a lot more than I thought I would. I do have some problems with it, but Jack Nicholson, I think he's the best Joker. I think he's better than Heath Ledger. I think he's better than Paul Dano. He's better than even the great Jared Leto.
1: This is a very contrarian opinion, but a lot of people do have it. A lot of people do feel the same way that you do, even though it is like weirdly contrarian.
0: I mean, Jack Nicholson really goes all out in it. Like in a performance, he really doesn't have to go all out. And I think he gives a great performance you got prince doing the music for the first one that's great
1: but i like the music here too
0: the music here is here it's good too uh, they got the classic i guess i didn't realize that the batman like music is always it's always kind of the same i don't know like where that originates from i don't know if that originates from you mean, you mean the little theme that goes yeah Doo, do, 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 yeah you know do, do, yeah do, yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah is that just something that's Maybe always like been a m- thing
1: I don't know, maybe it's like from a TV show or something like that. Maybe. I don't know.
0: It's great though. I mean it it's it's a little dark foreboding, but it's fun. I think Michael Keaton is a pretty all right Bruce Wayne. I don't necessarily think he's a bad Batman. I think my complaint with these movies about Batman is mostly to do with the suit.
1: Because like he looks a little weird, which I, I don't know. It's not really a complaint, but I see where you're coming from. It's not a complaint for me, but it's who you coming
0: from. I mean, like, it looks fine. It's a bit rubbery, yeah. which isn't, like, a big deal. But my complaint is because the suit is so rubbery, Michael Keaton can't really fight in it. And so there's very few scenes in either of the films where he actually does any hand-to-hand combat. And... He
1: can't really act.
0: Michael Keaton?
1: Well, he's in the suit. Yeah. Yeah, there's... There's not much you can do.
0: No, it's just, like, the suit is so constricting that there's almost like no movement right he's kind of like a statue that kind of just has to turn his whole body whenever he's yeah. fighting and so the all the fight scenes in both of them wherever there's just like you know hand to hand combat is pretty
1: lame i like the one where he's fighting all the people in the um in the street, the snowy street, next to all, like, the store windows. I really like that one where you have, like, the flamethrower guy. I like that scene. That scene's really great. Like, basically, the opening fight scene. Like, that shit is awesome. Um, But, yeah, I guess I can't really think much of other fights in the movie.
0: But I think the reason that scene works and and any of the good fight scenes work is because, and I don't know why they don't do this more, but in these two Batman movies, he has the best gadgets out of any of the Batman movies. Like, he's got just all these cool... Like little gadgets and things that he can do.
1: He, he's got crazy shit. Yeah. And
0: this Batman, I mean, he doesn't give a fuck. He drops a man into a, a vat of yeah.
1: It's dark. It's it's a little darker. Yeah.
0: He's lighting people on fire. He's blowing people up. Like this is
1: blowing them up.
0: He doesn't give a shit. He's just murdering people left and right. Like no morals on I this guy. It's, awesome. <laughs> it's great.
1: Yeah, he rocks. I like when he yeah he blows up a guy. It's like oh yeah he he killed someone yeah yeah he kills people in the movie that's cool he he blows them up
0: straight up murder I love. Uh, the circus freaks of the second one one—it somehow feels
1: it doesn't make any sense but like it's great they look great
0: i love that the second film feels a lot more tim burtony than the first one like the first one feels a little tame in a lot of ways i mean again you know jack it feels a little generic yes it feels generic and gray gray where this one feels kind of like they kind of just let Tim burton be tim burton i mean it feels very much You know, the way the city's designed, all of the characters, the circus freaks in the opening act and just throughout it. Great costume design. I mean, just spectacular costume designs. A lot of cool, like, murder gadgets and killer stuff. I love all of the little henchmen in this. I think they are a blast and just look... They look wonderful and are absolutely insane.
1: That's probably the best part of the movie for me, really, honestly. Like, that's kind of, like, why you watch it. I really like the vibe and... um. Yeah, I just like the vibe and the aesthetic that Tim Burton really like pushes forward in the movie, where he really probably didn't have to, but no, I really, really just love kind of like kind of like the kind of you know what is it called like the German expressionist kind of thing, and I love the the opener of the movie as we discussed. It looks amazing, like in the mansion, and they go to the park, and the park looks a little creepy and weird, and like with the bridge and. Yeah, I just feel like everything and everyone and, you know, just everything is basically made out of sets, which is fine because it looks, everything looks kind of constructed and like it was put together by people. Like I said, I love that set with where he's fighting all of the uh, clowns. Um, I'm assuming that's trying to like make a statement where it's like the it's like around Christmas time and all the shops and stores are getting blown up and stuff like that. I'm assuming that's trying to make a statement, but I love that stuff too. All that stuff like comes together really well and has a very uh, a clear uh, you know, image for me.
0: I think the city's design in Batman 1989, they use a lot of mats and a lot of miniatures, which is very Tim Burton. You know, he loves his miniatures. He loves his mats. I think in the original one, it's kind of just unassuming. like It just looks like you know, just like a, a big city, where in this one, the design of Gotham is very specific. I love the look of Christopher Walken's, like whatever the name of his company is. I don't know exactly what he does, but you know, like the cat. He's in a
1: Shrek, by the way. His last name is Shrek.
0: Yes. I don't know how you could
1: forget that. It's a little distracting. <laughs> it's just a little bit,
0: but I love uh, the design of his it's like a cat thing, you know. What I'm talking. About. It almost looks like like that 1940s cartoon. Do you know what I'm talking about? The animation, like that cat animation. Yeah, from the 1940s. Felix the Cat. Felix the Cat. Yeah, it's very similar vibes. It's creepy as fuck. Yep. And like the statues that are uh, like similar to like Atlas. You know, they're kind of like all like metal. And yeah, like there's a lot kind of, of like silver.
1: A, what's it called, like objectivist, like uh, statues and like uh, architecture in it as well. I like that stuff a lot too. That stuff like really adds to the vibe.
0: And I think the, you know, the snowy Christmassy thing just brings the whole thing together. And it's so, it's like always nighttime in this Batman movie. Like, it's almost never daytime in this one. I think in the first one, there's a lot more daytime stuff. In this one, it's it's almost all, not, all nighttime.
1: This is a good point. I didn't really think about that. It's pretty much all night long. The whole movie is just completely at night. Yeah, I guess that helps when you're, you know, trying to, you know, light things you know kind of keep everything the same
0: yeah i think it works i mean he is you know he's batman he's a man of the night as it were i didn't know christopher walken was in this movie until i started watching it so it, when i saw his name pop up I, I got pretty excited
1: he looks a little weird he looks a little funny
0: he does he's got like a bach mozart kind of hairstyle going on in like the first half yeah, of the he movie.
1: does yeah he plays he basically plays the evil ceo
0: just the classic evil, and for some reason, the guy who plays his son puts on like a Christopher Walken like accent. It's great. Almost, which is that's great. I mean, it's fine, it's a it's an interesting choice, but <laughs> I mean Christopher Walken's like great. great. Yeah, Christopher Walken's classic evil guy. And uh after he gets kidnapped, we get to finally get to meet the penguin, right? They spend the whole like first like 15-20 minutes kind of uh, suggesting. The penguin, you know, throwing him over the bridge and the sewers and all that kind of stuff. But it's not until Christopher Walken gets to meet the penguin in one of the most disturbing looking zoos in the world. Is the zoo supposed to be like closed, like permanently closed? Is that the idea? Or is it just like that's just what the zoo looks like in Gotham City?
1: I don't know. Like, are you talking about the one with the penguins? Yeah, because it's a whole zoo. Like, it's. I thought it was just like an abandoned like place where a bunch of penguins live.
0: No, no. Like when they like pull in, it says like zoo. And then, like, it goes oh, through, like, yeah, a whole, I guess it does. like, there's, like, a giant, like, crab-looking thing and, like, all these different exhibits. I mean, I guess there's no animals other than the penguins, so I think you're right. It just must be some sort of abandoned Gotham zoo. I like that he's
1: raised by penguins.
0: Like I said, pretty up on my Batman galore. I mean, I, I think it's fine. I think it's great. Uh, this is the first iteration where I've seen the penguin literally raised by actual penguins, which, hey, you know, it works.
1: The penguin is a, is a tragic. It's, he's he's tragic. He's a tragic villain. His whole life sucks.
0: It's very uh, depressing. I love his umbrellas though. He's got all kinds of cool uh, umbrella gadgets. Yeah, his,
1: his shit is awesome. Yeah,
0: he's got like a knife one. He's got one that's like a blowtorch. He's got a helicopter one. He's got one that's a gun.
1: One that shoots. Yeah,
0: I think they should give him more umbrellas. Honestly, like I would, I'd go for. There would
1: have been more. Yeah, There's an infinite. Amount he has of ones those. that make him fly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the shit,
0: so obviously, like some of the penguins are just like people dressed in penguin costumes, yeah, but, but there's also real penguins, penguins right? Because yeah, like especially this the one ones where ones. they have them,
1: the rocket where they put their rockets on them and they're walking around, those are real penguins for sure,
0: yeah, it's a lot of penguins. how do you how do you think you coordinate all those penguins? How do you coordinate a penguin? How do you train oh, it's a probably penguin? really
1: difficult they, they They seem kind of difficult to me, but I don't know.
0: I mean, it's great. yeah, I love it. I love the penguins just like. Well yeah, I, I like penguin overall. Yeah.
1: Once again, I think for me the movie's all about the villains, especially Catwoman and Penguin. I think they're good villains in this. They're very they look great. They have really good actors associated with them. I love the intro. You get the intro. This movie doesn't really like harp too much on Batman. It does, you know, because I think the villains reveal things about Batman that are interesting. But it's less like, you know, less like you don't see a scene where Batman's parents get killed or anything like that. Like, it's a return of Batman, not like an introduction to him. So there's not like, we get the idea, right? Like, we get we get like it. Like, everyone he, knows who Bruce Batman Wayne. is. Yeah. yeah, like, we have, you know, all that shit. He's got a bat cave and he hangs out. You know, it's like all this shit. We know. And then it's mostly focused on the villains, which I think is good. because And I think they're the more interesting part of the movie as well. You know, just from a character and story basis.
0: What's really interesting about this film that differentiates itself from most of the Batman films I've seen and you know TV shows and stuff is this Batman movie really isn't about Batman Batman's almost kind of a side character in this film I mean I think he takes up less time than our other two villains or, or main characters I guess you could say in this film like I mean, between the Penguin and Catwoman and uh, Shrek, Batman's not actually in the movie all that much. And the plot isn't really his. Like, it's not like a Batman story. It's more of like a Penguin story or a Catwoman story. And he's just kind of almost on the sidelines, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. And I think that was the right choice with this film because, honestly, this version of Batman isn't given a whole lot to... Kind of be, you know. There's not like a whole lot behind him. Like they're just like he's a guy. His parents are dead, and you know he likes bats. There's not like a whole lot more that they explore. I do like this version of Alfred, though. I very much enjoy the actor who plays Alfred. I think he's great.
1: I think he's in the other two. Really? Yeah.
0: Good for him. I think he's a very good Alfred. I'm a I'm a big fan.
1: Yeah, he rocks. Yeah, he he's he's really good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I like him as well. And I mean, I'm a really big fan of like uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman you're introduced to her because you're you, you're introduced to Shrek and his stuff is kind of like the center of the movie story wise right he has like a board meeting with like well he has like a meeting with uh, the mayor of Gotham and he's just kind of a Shrek is upset because he wants to build a power plant and they're like why do we need another power plant like we're good like we don't need another and he's like he's like ah. and the mayor's like okay whatever bye and you're introduced to Michelle Pfeiffer as Shrek's uh, or you know uh, Selena uh, Selena Kyle, yeah, the executive assistant. And she's a little bubbling, uh, um bumbling. you know, she's kind of like dropping stuff, and you know she's interrupting the meeting or whatever and
0: wearing glasses,
1: yeah. and and I love her. I love all of her scenes, especially her transformation scenes, like when she first goes to her apartment. I love that when she goes into her apartment, she walks in and she like talks to herself because she's extremely lonely. I would say that loneliness is a, a theme of the movie. Isolation. I find it very funny, but you know, it's 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 you know, it's part of the movie when like they open the bat signal and it cuts to Bruce Wayne and he's just sitting in his shirt like this.
0: Looks great though.
1: He, yeah, he's got his like black turtleneck and I think he's wearing a black jacket. He's got his glasses. He clearly doesn't have like a girlfriend anymore. No, like, the they, just movie, got, just sitting, they just got. I guess this reconder. He's just like sit He's just like sitting there in his chair and he looks up and he's like, "Oh, it's a bat." So like,
0: what happens if he's in? <laughs>
1: he's doing nothing.
0: Any other room of the house because the bat signal only goes into that room. But he's got a whole fucking mansion. So is he just supposed to?
1: I think he can just see it out the window, probably, right? I guess. Because it just shines up in the sky. Yeah, but he's always
0: looking out the window. Well, I guess if you're that lonely, you have not got a whole lot going on. Just seems like there should be a better system.
1: He's the Batman. He's up at night. He's like a night guy, I guess.
0: Yeah, but like, is he just sit at the window all night waiting for the bat signal to go off?
1: Maybe he has like he lives in a mansion. He has really big windows. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just I'm destroying your points, Austin. I'm destroying them all. I'm eliminating your theory but yeah like I said there's that scene where he's like beating up everybody he's beating up at these guys that like show up at like a a, at a mayor speech right
0: they're lighting the Christmas tree so the mayor's there Shrek's there everyone's there
1: I love I love the Christmas vibes in the movie by the way it's got a nice dark Christmas vibe it really is a Christmas movie and it's like one of the best ones honestly with all the Christmas lights and, like, decorations and the snowy, like, streets and stuff. And everyone's, like, wearing coats and all that. And I don't know. It's... it's I love it.
0: Great Christmas vibes. And as you were saying, Michelle Pfeiffer is a great cat woman. I mean, in the first... She rocks. ...quarter of the movie where she's, you know, the kind of bumbling secretary. I love all her scenes. She's, like, of this very well-developed... A little kooky, but, like, a fun, you know, kind character. She's fun. And when uh, Christopher Walken, Shrek pushed her out the window, she becomes an absolutely insane person. And I'm convinced that she is reanimated. She's just a reanimated corpse by cats. She's just a cat at this point
1: when she's murdered. She's been given the power of the she's been given the power of the uh, the cat. And yeah, like all these cats. Have you ever seen the Catwoman movie?
0: I've seen a lot of people talk about the Catwoman movie. I've never gone out of my way to watch it.
1: I've probably seen that movie like more times than why some movies that I love. Why? I don't know. It's like not a good movie, but it's very interesting and kind of fun and funny. The CGI is really bad and the music is bad. And I don't know. It's just a fun movie to watch. Like, it's just, it's, it's fun, but it's not a good movie. It's like a really bad movie. And it just like has the exact same plot as this Catwoman Batman Returns where she like works at a company and she finds out they're about to do something bad and then she gets like she, she attempts to get murdered and then a bunch of cats show up and they give her the powers and all of a sudden she has like a kind of like a different personality and stuff and I don't know if I would recommend Catwoman but uh if you if, if you want to have fun I would check it out but this is obviously the best Catwoman it's also much better than the uh the uh, Batman uh what? I can't think of the name
0: isn't it the dark knight rises
1: yes better than anne hathaway right yeah that sucks that one sucks that's this one rocks it's so good i love when she um when she gets pushed and you know she dies because she gets pushed because she's about to find out that like he's not building a he he doesn't want to build a power plane he wants to build like a power sucker so like a take power for no like
0: real reason other than just to have
1: power yeah he just loves it like he's just i think it's just kind of like a like a thing to say about people like shrek right like people who th- that's kind of their i think he says like it's my life purpose right like to yeah his legacy to just take his legacy is to just cons to accumulate as much power as possible by any means necessary he's a true villain of the movie But low when she arrives in her apartment And it's kind of like the same... She does like the same things that she does when she arrives the first time earlier that night. But she's completely different. And what culminates is like one of the... Really a great room trashing scene. Really good.
0: Yeah, stuff's all over. Stuffed animals down the uh, garbage disposal. Cats are fucking running around. She's got this like iron cast skillet. that's just fucking breaking the walls, throwing at mirrors.
1: Yeah, she goes nuts. It's so good.
0: Whenever she's Catwoman, Catwoman quote unquote, they make her skin like super pale, which is a very Tim Burton thing. Like all the bad guys always have like super pale skin. You know, like Victorian era, right? Just fucking like, you know, she's got this great scar going running along her forehead. It's great. She's got she's got spray paint somehow and just fucking blacking out everything. And of course, she already has uh, this leather coat in which she turns into the the famous Catwoman suit.
1: I love the Catwoman suit. Look, you know it—it's it, a hot suit. You know, <laughs> it's a she's got the. I believe that this movie didn't do well because people thought it was too dark and sexual. And I believe also it led to problems with like marketing partners oh, because shit. they're just like they're like it's too sexy. <laughs> it's
0: too sexy.
1: <laughs> they're like it's too it's too much for us. Like it's too dark. It's too weird. We love it, but I can see why it's a unique it's a unique suit and it's like obviously painstakingly put together
0: yeah it it looks great and I love that final scene in that whole trashing where she's standing in the window and you know you got that pink neon uh hell's here
1: yeah yeah sign yeah like a very weird looking sign by the way it's like something that like I feel like somebody made like a, like an artist that Tim Burton likes or something yeah
0: such a great scene. But I can understand why marketers were frustrated by this film, because as we've been saying, who the film is for is kind of confusing because you know you would think a superhero movie is for, especially at this point, right? It's for kids, even though Batman 1989 still is only kind of kiddish. I mean, it, it's yeah, it's more generic. So, like a kid could definitely watch Batman Begins, but like if you showed a kid this movie. I mean, like you said, when you saw it as a kid, it's it's fucking scary. It's a sc- it's a genuinely scary movie. I mean, Danny DeVito is Batman,
1: but it at least it elicits an reaction rather than <laughs> just being another generic superhero movie.
0: Yeah, but marketers don't want reactions. They just want they want their money, man. They just want people to go see it and buy their shit.
1: But that's why this movie is one of the best ones. I
0: would say of all the Batman movies I've seen, it probably has the most character and the most original in the sense that like, you know, it's very Atour, right? It's, it's very Tim Burton. Like they just kind of let Tim Burton do his thing, which is great. I mean, the fact that they let him do his thing, which is, I guess, part of the reason why they don't really let uh, superhero movies do that now is because you know, I like, mean, this like, movie is
1: very well-known and everybody loves it, but it really didn't make that much money, you know? And at the end of the day, like th- that's the ultimate crime.
0: <laughs> I love Danny DeVito's shape. In this movie. Like, not just yeah, his face great. and his nose, but like his. We haven't face. even really
1: talked about him yet. Yeah. No, not really. He, he is so good. One of the greatest villain performances. I think The Catwoman is also one of the greatest villain's performances, but, you know, Danny DeVito's, I would say his performance is transformative.
0: He goes all out. He's got the fucking flipper hands that give him the yeah, he's nose. He's talking about his flipper hands. He's just a fucking insane person. I mean, just completely insane in this movie, just off the rails. Like he acts exactly like you would think a person who has been raised by penguins would act. I mean, just bonkers to the nth degree, you know, has no ability to socialize with anyone.
1: All the scenes are great.
0: He's wonderful. He's got this weird like egg-shaped body with just like these tiny little legs and these tiny little arms. So disturbing. And he's got these super like black teeth. He's terrified of the light.
1: Like charcoal in his mouth or something. Yeah. All of his plans fail horribly. Everything fails for him.
0: You know, you could almost argue he's not so much a villain as just kind of this tragic character in the film. Because honestly, like, the Penguin is almost always at the whim of our other characters, right? He's always kind of being either pushed around by... Like, even though, like, at the beginning, you know, he kind of captures Shrek and tells him what to do. Like, Shrek immediately kind of gets a handle on him and you know, basically place right, him yeah, for yeah. what. He
1: starts to like, he's he starts to think how he could use him.
0: Because Christopher Walken is the, the evil mastermind behind the whole thing. You know, the evil CEO who wants to control the city and is willing to just do whatever it takes. And Penguin is kind of just, you know, so obsessed with, I mean, as you kind of point out, this sense of loneliness and just wanting to be loved or to be seen is manipulated by uh, Shrek who doesn't give a shit about anybody or anything he's just like I'm going to I'm going to have more power just for the sake of having power.
1: Well also Penguin is all, is also blackmailing him and they cook up this thing where like the penguin is going to like kind of make himself a hero in the eyes of like the city. So they do a thing where they like fake take the mayor's baby and then Penguin like fake immediately saves, saves him like within 10 seconds. He like floats up out of the sewer. It's like, why, how is he floating up out of the sewer? It doesn't matter. They're just like, oh, fuck, that's cool. And yeah, everybody goes crazy and they're like, yo, Penguin, he's a hero. And he's like, yes. And he's like the most like horrible looking person of all time. And they're like, he's a hero. It's like. No, like he's scary. He's a very evil
0: looking person. Like, you know what? Good for the people of Gotham to just be so caring and loving and just to be immediately be like, this is a good guy.
1: I mean, I think that's just more they're gullible, but I mean, I guess there's two ways of looking at it.
0: <laughs> they're a little gullible. That's fair. But I mean, this guy looks like a fucking crazy person. And despite that, they're like, you know what?
1: He looks disgusting. They're
0: gonna give him a chance. They're gonna love him. He's gonna be like the local hero. I mean, that's that's great. Good for him. Good for good for the penguin i think he's really he's doing his best
1: yeah and i think yeah after that they well after that he yeah and then of course batman you know because he's not gullible is like oh okay
0: something wrong here
1: he he looks "Hmm, there's something wrong (laughs) this like a very freakish looking guy is like
0: not what he seems to be
1: yeah and then he like of course he like investigates and then he like i think he finds out that like yeah penguin is like the leader of like the red pyramid gang like he's a gangster
0: I love the look of the bat cave in this film because they just give them, I mean, it's just a fucking cave and they got like these deep cavernous, not a very useful cave. Like, I don't know how one traverses this cave because there's just like these giant gaps that I guess you just have to like jump over and shit, but I love it. It's like super dark and it looks really wet. Like the cave just looks wet the whole time and he's got his fucking like giant computer, you know, his bat computer it's fun and alfred's you know running around and did you ever notice that in all these movies the only thing anyone ever eats is soup like there's a lot of soup in these movies
1: maybe it's just easy to make on set they're just like fuck it uh here
0: just saying like bruce wayne's always eating soup like he's fucking like that's all he ever eats
1: he's on the all soup diet (laughs) he doesn't eat anything else but soup he also has a champagne he's on a champagne and soup diet he only drinks champagne and he only eats soup. They probably eat other foods in the first movie, right? They have like that party. and.
0: The only thing I ever see Bruce Wayne eat is soup. I mean, there might be other things, but I only ever see him eat soup. There's a lot of soup. I'm just saying, of all the movies I've seen, this one probably has, I, I guess it doesn't have the most soup, but it definitely, it's up there as far as soup goes. There's there's just a lot of soup going on, and I don't quite understand why. Well, it's
1: also winter. It's also winter time. Yeah, but it gets cold soup. That's a good point. He gets the cold soup. That's I forgot about the joke where like he gets the soup and he's like, it's cold. It's like it's supposed to be cold.
0: Bruce Wayne doesn't have shit.
1: He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> so you have like Penguin and Shrek, and they're running a monk. And like, yeah, like they do this thing where like Penguin like pretends to go to like his grave, his parents' grave, and be like, Oh my god, my parents. But he really what he really wanted to do was get like a bunch of names from like the Hall of Records. And while they're all doing this, of course, you have like uh Selena Kyle's catwoman, she's also going nuts she's like running around town she's beating up people and uh she's uh, getting into fights with batman as well
0: doing lots of backflips
1: doing lots of backflips yeah it's funny yeah the cat power is like i think they give her like nine lives as we see later in the movie which is kind of funny so she's like kind of invincible a little bit and uh she has like a really good with a whip and she's like you know she's has like She's, like, a lot of flexibility and, I think, strength. I think there's one scene where she, like, punches, like, a metal door or something like that. (laughs) Like, she's, like, super strong for some reason. There's really, really... There's only one scene where she goes and burgles a place. Yeah, there's a serious lack
0: of burgling, of cat burglar, burglar... She doesn't steal a lot of stuff.
1: I guess the one scene is just good enough. I don't know why we would need to... I mean, I don't know.
0: Doesn't matter. She's just out to, she, she's fucking insane. She's just a crazy person out.
1: Yeah, she's, yeah, she's on one.
0: Tim Burton loves to use the, that one lens that has like the dual focus in the front, in the, in the back. He uses it a lot in this film. I mean, you know, it's a good effect. I mean, whenever you see it, it's always kind of a surreal, almost kind of disturbing image, especially like when you have like the penguin in the front just looking awful and hideous and I love his costume too like the top hat and the fur coat yeah good costume looks great he's got like his like super dirty gray long underwear (laughs) I don't even know he's
1: they're like I think they're they're long johns yeah long johns
0: yeah but he's got like a little tie to go with it
1: yeah he's got like ties yeah 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 he's like wearing a suit like he's he's, like wearing a suit without pants and a jacket basically yeah like he yeah everything looks soiled and disgusting so gross he's so good and and Shrek, he's like, you know what? You should be mayor.
0: This is the guy that should run for mayor.
1: Yeah, Penguin, I guess, like, has now accumulated enough like clout. Yeah, that everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, you should. Uh, that Shrek is just kind of like because Shrek, I think, just wants to do this power plant project. Yeah, he just wants to do his power plant project, and Bruce Wayne and the mayor are like pushing against him. So if Penguin is mayor; he'll get what he wants because he, he has sway with him. Um, and Penguin's like oh yeah being the mayor would be kind of cool. Be dumb.
0: I love that scene where they take him down the stairs of like his crummy cobble pot mansion right and the top floor is like total archaic gross and he walks down the stairs you know eating a fish like this raw fish and just chomp it down on it and they've turned his like the bottom half of his house into basically just like a campaign office like just like a lights and all and it's got I love the the signage in this the like campaign signs they have the, like those like 1920s metropolis kind of vibes to it very cool signage
1: he like sexually assaults a woman and
0: bites a man's nose off well i don't know if it's off but he definitely bites the man's nose and they still want him to run
1: yeah they're like yeah you gotta do it because they love him They, he's so nice he's so great Christopher Walken does
0: the Nixon thing I love that
1: he does the Nixon thing he loves when he, yeah Christopher Walken he kind of disappears in the movie for a minute but then he shows back up later I think oh and also another detail that's worth mentioning through all of this stuff is that Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle they begin dating because they meet it's weird
0: yeah I'm not a huge fan of that part of them dating yeah I think it's fine I mean it's fine I'm, I don't like dislike it necessarily it's just
1: well if you didn't like them together guess what they didn't get together so so i guess it
0: all worked out it's just like a weird i don't know because like you know at night she's Catwoman, this like insane person but then like sometimes she's not which i guess is like but that's what batman is right
1: yeah so like it's
0: it is like a nice
1: they're like one in the same that's why they're attracted to each other they're like the same
0: i get it i guess it's fine actually
1: you know i don't well, if you have a problem, it's okay. I'm just yeah, but
0: like, it. I don't have like real reason. I mean, all the scenes with them together is fine too. So it, maybe my only problem is it, I feel like it takes too long for them to figure out who they are. Like it's, it seems pretty obvious to me that, I mean, I guess like Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like, okay, maybe that's harder to find out, but like, it's very clear that Selena Kyle is is Catwoman and it takes, it takes Bruce Wayne too long and it sure as hell takes Christopher Walken. It takes Shrek way too long to figure it out. Like it's not until like the last moments that he
1: figures it out. Yeah, it takes a while but once again these things they're just superhero things yeah I'm, it's fine i'm willing to look past it but anyway i like their little conversations that they have with each other once again i think they're like one in the same kind of at this point so like they have like interesting things to uh say to each other i like all that stuff i think also you get to the they kidnap the ice princess right you got oswald and catwoman because well they frame batman they make a uh, batman think that he people think that he killed uh the ice princess but they actually kidnapped her and so Batman is able to get in and find her. And then they have this little fight, and then and then the penguin pushes her off, which that's kind of a scary scene when she gets pushed off. And yeah, he fucking murders her. And she falls. You see her, like, fall, like, land.
0: Yeah, land on that box, and the tree lights up, and then the fucking bats complain flying everywhere. It's a pretty <laughs> fucking brutal scene.
1: And then and then he tries to kill uh, Catwoman.
0: And then he tries to kill Catwoman. Poor Catwoman. She's, you know, she's trying to make... Uh... She's trying to make alliances. Getting killed, <laughs> they just keep, just keep fucking murdering her. Everyone just keeps killing her.
1: Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's like you know, she's like the one, like kind of like you know, lead woman character, and it's like everybody keeps killing her, even our hero.
0: Poor Catwoman. She's she just wants to do her thing. Her, I mean, her mission is clear in the sense that obviously she wants to fucking you know destroy Shrek and his company. But the way she goes about it is is very chaotic which I mean like you know she's a very chaotic character so it's fine I I I love the way the manor looks though like I think Bruce Wayne's manor is great yeah like how he's never in like most of the rooms like he's only ever in one room so I guess it works I guess it works that he's never because they try to eat again they try to eat soup in the what fucking like some sort of dining room thing and he just he's not about it They got to fucking eat their soup somewhere else. They still eat the soup for some reason.
1: I think Selena Kyle even says like, you know, kind of, I think she makes a comment about like how like big and stupid his house is.
0: They're sitting at that super long table, like uh, just obnoxiously far away. to like walk across the table to pass her the salt. That's a great scene.
1: That's in the first movie. Is it? They're thinking of the first movie. They don't, I don't even think they eat in the second movie. In the second movie, they just hang out on the couch and kiss.
0: You're right. Those scenes are very similar.
1: I'm guessing you watch them back to back. Yeah. <laughs> so Okay, that's fine.
0: There's some moments. I do love the scene, though, where they, they both have to run away, because right? They got their secret identities, and they're trying <laughs> to explain to Alfred. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Like, what's going so on? Like, oh,
1: I got to go. Oh, I got to go, too. <laughs>
0: Alfred has to think of a dirty limerick. I love it.
1: This version of Alfred is great. He's actually in it a lot. I, I, he's in the other movies. I feel like he plays even, I feel like he has more lines in the other movies.
0: That's awesome. I love him. He's great. And then them, like, right after they they leave, they do that scene where, like, they get dressed into their costumes. So, like, Batman just has, like, a room of just similar rubber Batman costumes. I think that's the Batcave. Yeah, I know it's the Batcave, but it's,
1: like... He's got, he's got to have more than one. It's like the Iron Man suits.
0: Yeah, but those are all, like, all different. Like, these are all exactly the same.
1: Maybe they're a little bit different in some way. Like maybe one's for like uh, swimming. Maybe another one is for going into cold climb. I don't know. Like I'm just. That's
0: what I was hoping for, right? Like he's like going through and he's got like a fucking like, you know, secret, like, I don't know, stealth mode one. And he's got one for like fucking flying and all these different things. But it's fine. The suits, like I said, not my favorite suits. They are a bit too rubbery for me personally. Like they're very. They're pretty stiff. Pretty stiff. I mean, obviously there's no.
1: Michael, look a little stiff. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but it's fine the catwoman suit is great though
1: yeah the catwoman suit is great and yeah penguin looks great i like the scene where they uh they bomb they uh, put a bomb on his car and he has to drive around i like how he like he almost hits all the he hits all those people with this batmobile he murders
0: all of those people <laughs>
1: he he runs over all the people yeah because he can't control it anymore it's not in the control of penguin i like when he's controlling the batmobile and it zooms out to the and it's like moving around a lot because he's yeah <laughs> He's in like a little uh, carnival ride.
0: It's not like even a carnival ride. It's like like this little quarter little car things. Yeah, it's like a quarter ride. Yeah,
1: thing. yeah. <laughs> and he's like using that to pilot the uh, Batmobile, and he's like also talking to Batman like through his car, like in his car screen, and he's just like, ah, you fucking idiot.
0: Batman puts in a DVD or a CD, a CD-ROM,
1: and you're like, why is he doing that? He's about to play like? Uh, he's about to play his favorite music. He's about to play uh, uh, uh Doctor J's the Chronic. On, in the car, in the car, while he's uh being, while the penguin is uh
0: murdering people, <laughs> just slaughtering. He's
1: like, "What the fuck is he doing that?" But yeah, that that seems pretty fun. Of course, Batman is able to deter the situation, and Penguin gets upset
0: per usual.
1: And then I think, yeah, the next day you see what he uses the DVD for, right? Yeah, yeah, he like, which is pretty funny. He's like, Penguin's gonna like make a speech about like, "Yep, yeah, Batman sucks and I'm cool," but then using some superfluous like technology that's unexplained he's able to hack into the speakers of his like speech and he plays the dvd of penguin saying like yeah yeah gotham city sucks it's bad like i I fooled him i fooled him i'm the penguin and i fooled him and he plays it out instead of he plays out and then everyone throws like tomatoes and stuff it's so funny and i mean yeah and then penguin comments on it of course he's like why does everybody bring tomatoes and eggs to these things and it's also really weird too he like he he's like playing the seed he has like the cd player and the batman then like moves it like a record it's like the how cds or or dvds or whatever works it's like what the fuck? i totally forgot about that detail where he like he moves it like a record it's like what you, what's going on but yeah and then yeah penguin he storms off and he retreats to his he retreats to the penguin lair
0: i'm no longer oswald i'm the penguin again you all know me as just the penguin
1: it's just yeah I'm not I'm the penguin and he shoots a guy I like when he shoots a guy too
0: they're like we're gonna kidnap all of the firstborns like we're just gonna fucking and we're gonna kill them. kill them and then one of the guys is like hey it's that... dark this movie's dark <laughs> the guy's like hey maybe that's like not the best idea like I don't know maybe we shouldn't be murdering children and then he just immediately kills them shot. it's exactly like that scene in Batman, Batman 1989 where all of Joker's balloons are taken and uh, Jack Nicholson asks for his henchman's gun and then just immediately shoots him. It's great. It works great in both scenes.
1: Yeah, two great villains, two nasty villains. They just kill one of their own guys because they're just kind of being like, they're arguing with him a little bit.
0: They gotta do their thing. Penguin's gotta, he's gotta fucking strap rocket launchers or rockets, bombs.
1: to the penguins, his plans are so weird and don't make any sense and they're floor thwarted every single time. It's almost sad. I think before that, though, you had the charity ball, right? Where like Wayne and Shrek and everyone is there, and Selena Kyle's there, and they're chilling. And, you know, they have a really nice moment where like Wayne and uh, Kyle, they have like a dance, and they're kind of like talking about like the future and stuff. And, and that's kind of when they realize that, like, oh shit, <laughs> you're, ba- you're, you're Batman. I'm cat. What the fuck?
0: And Of course, it's all rudely interrupted by the penguin with his
1: uh, huge explosion.
0: Huge explosion! Love the explosions. He's got his little penguins.
1: No, everything, all, all the all the violence in this movie, it it feels it feels pretty real. I think I think Burton does a really good job at like kind of directing the action and the violence in the movie. It feels pretty um, grounded, even though there are a lot of like silly kind of like you know like I say expressionist elements in the movie. A lot. Everything still feels pretty violent
0: no I agree like the stakes genuinely feel high I mean it's the fighting is intense the hitting's intense as as I said before my only real complaint is Batman's kind of hand-to-hand stuff isn't great which I noticed that there's a lot less of in this movie than there was in the last one so that might have been and I remember reading about the struggles of trying to do hand-to-hand uh, scenes or just like him in the Batman suit at all. Like I know there was a lot of kind of like problems with it just because the like way... RoboCop.
1: yeah, it, it's like a RoboCop situation. It's like impossible to move around in this suit because you don't want to like fuck it up either. Like, yeah. Which again, maybe not the best way to design a Batman suit, but that's just me personally.
0: I mean, you know, to each their own. But as you said, you know, all the other violence is terrifying and you know penguins plan to fucking kidnap a bunch of children is very terrifying if a little nonsensical i i'm not exactly sure what his plan is at the end when he sends all those penguins like is
1: he just planning to just just to blow everyone up yeah just to blow everyone yeah he's pissed off he's just gonna blow everyone up now
0: because his i i do love that fucking train he has where he's picking up all the firstborns putting them in cages and they're like what a fucking like fucked up thing think about or or his speech he gives to the penguins like it's this big like uh you know like independence day emotional speech it's <laughs> the fucking penguins
1: they're just penguins yeah and like i said they're real penguins and they have them go in and they're about to blow everything up and then i think alfred what he overrides the control and then they just go they leave they scatter
0: yeah i th- you know what this is the um First movie I've ever seen where the climax involved penguins
1: waddling around. It really is, yeah. And once that's for- thwarted, everything kind of comes crashing down, I think.
0: I was a little confused by the thwarting of the penguins. Like, I didn't really understand how they've been about thwarting. Like, I don't understand why. Is it because, like, Batman had to be. They're, like, like
1: radio controlled.
0: Okay. And Batman had to be, like, close enough to them for them to be, like, because, like, why is Batman, like, flying around? Like I didn't really understand. Like I got what Alfred was doing because he's like jamming their signals and such. But like Batman's like flying around.
1: Maybe he's just checking them out.
0: He's just checking them out, making sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Penguin, all of his plans fail. He has like several plans in the movie and they all fail. Quite a
0: few. Poor Penguin. He just he just wants to destroy the world. And
1: he's just disgusting. He's super disgusting. Just this as well.
0: disgusting guy. And Batman just comes and fucking beats him up. And then, you know one batman scene that fight scene i do like is the one between batman and the penguin because they're just like these two awkwardly moving people just kind of like
1: yeah they're flailing around and i think he falls in the water right and then he like dies because he's like poisoned because i think the water is contaminated and he's like Brr. and he like takes like he tries to pick he's trying to does one more thing tries to pick up like an umbrella to like shoot at Batman and it's just not right and then he dies it's kind of sad and then they, and then the penguins like do like a funeral procession. <laughs> I love which that which is like really sad yeah it's a very good detail it's like people in like suits like picking up him up and putting him in the water
0: very good penguin suits they're very realistic looking 10 out of 10 on the penguin
1: suits and so now you have like Shrek and Catwoman and Batman and they're all kind of like fighting each other like she's about to kill Shrek and then Batman is like he kind of has like it's kind of like a weird um it's kind of like a, you know, a rare, you know, one of the rare vulnerable moments that Batman has where he's just like, can we just like, look, let's just leave, you know, like you don't have to do this, you know? And she's like, no, I got to <laughs> And then like Shrek and then Shrek shoots both of them. Actually, no, she, she, he shoots Batman and then he has an agonizingly long scene where she keeps shooting her Selena.
0: Yeah, like six times. And she's like counting all of her deaths. <laughs> just keeps fucking going.
1: And then she, uh, they kiss. They kiss and like a huge, like, yeah, electrical surge. I love when Penguin, I love when, not Penguin, I love when Batman's like, oh, fuck, he looks over and like uh, Shrek is like a skeleton or something. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Electrocuted skeleton remains. Uh, But Selena isn't there. She's gone.
0: She's gone. She's mysteriously disappeared. And this reminds me of a moment earlier in the film that I forgot to point out, which still bothers me a bit. Well, it doesn't bother me. I'm a bit baffled by it, I guess, because there's that scene where the snow princess is pushed down, right? And she falls to her death and Batman's like standing there and he's like, oh no. And then immediately after that, he like flies away. Like he gets his fucking like suit, which isn't a complaint. It's just, if you had the ability to fly this whole time, maybe like you should have at least tried to save the snow princess. He's not the best Batman. He's like, not that Michael Keaton doesn't play a good Batman. That's not my complaint. My complaint is that Batman's not very good at being Batman. Like he's not, he's not good at it.
1: I don't think he's very good at it. But he thwarts all of the Penguin's plans. I think the Penguin's plans
0: honestly would have been thwarted no matter what.
1: I don't, I don't know about that. Batman is there to thwart them. And he also stops Trek from doing crazy stuff too.
0: Well, Catwoman kind of does that though. That's kind of Catwoman's thing. That's true.
1: I don't know. It's hard to say.
0: And honestly, the penguin thing, that's Alfred. I mean, that's not really Batman. Alfred does that.
1: But there are other there are other things that he does though. I guess.
0: I'm just saying he he needs to work on his
1: Batman skills. Name me one good Batman who does everything perfectly.
0: Not perfectly. I'm just saying he could be better. I'm saying he has room to improve as a Batman. You try it. <laughs> I will. I'm going to become a billionaire, and then I'm going to become Batman.
1: And the, and the other two movies, like the, the gadgets and stuff, I like get a little uh, over the top, in my opinion. Like their ability to uh, thwart villains with these very specific gadgets gets a little ridiculous. It's fun to watch, but it's kind of silly. They're still worth watching.
0: They're on the list. I'll watch them. You haven't seen the Adam West one yet, have you?
1: No, not no. It's like the one I haven't watched.
0: Okay, and the 1943 one, apparently.
1: Yeah, the 1943 one, yeah. This movie's sad. It ends on a very sad note. It, it, it ends with, like, Wayne seeing Selena, and then he gets out of his car, and then he finds only, like, a cat, and he, which he takes. And then the very end has, like, the bat signal with, like, the catwoman, like, in the uh, foreground. And I don't know, it just kind of ends, like, how the movie begins. Just Bruce Wayne and, you know, just this these two kind of, like, atomized individuals, you know, they're just kind of, uh, they're too different, you know, they have too many differences. Even though they're very similar, even though they're like they have too many differences, even though both of them like understand each other more than anyone else, it's like a very, it's kind of like a very sad, uh, like you know, ending and moment. Really,
0: it's a dark ending. Alfred says, "Merry Christmas."
1: Yeah, he says, "Merry Christmas." That's that's like like the
0: last line in the movie. It's like fucking Merry Christmas.
1: I think Bruce Wayne then says, "Um, and toward Goodwill to all men" or something like that. I think he says, "Yeah." Even though, like, I don't know, it, it doesn't feel like the day was saved.
0: <laughs> it does not. It just seems like, ugh, Gotham is such a terrible place to live.
1: Why would you live there?
0: I wouldn't. I mean, maybe, you it's know. It's dark.
1: All, it's nighttime all the it's time. It's
0: always nighttime. Why? Ow. God damn it, He's like Catwoman. Stop. Stop. Well, that's Batman Returns. Final
1: thoughts, Andrew? Good-ass movie. Good-ass Christmas movie. Good-ass Batman movie. I, I, once again, you know, I think the villains kind of steal the show a little bit. And I think Tim Burton's like direction and kind of like aesthetic and look also steals the show. I think those two elements together create a really great movie. Watching it again, I kind of realized how like kind of insane the plot and story actually is. Like, it's just like fucking like, it's kind of bonkers, really, like how things worked out. But that's fine. It's not really a complaint. It's just like something I noticed. But yeah, I mean, it's a solid eight out of 10 for me. I don't think it's perfect, but I think it's really good. I don't think any Batman movie is perfect of the ones that exist, but this one's up there just because like it has such a strong look and like style and aesthetic and just, yeah, it's just so well done.
0: I love me a good superhero movie. I think there are far too many bad superhero movies, unfortunately, but I think we are the prime age for the superhero era. I mean, we were kids when the Raimi trilogy came out and then, you know, the Marvel whole thing started when we were in middle school. So superheroes always been a big deal to me. Batman's always been my favorite of the superheroes because he's the only one that doesn't have superpowers. Just the super rich guy who's just, you know, beating up criminals, which I think is total badass. And I was unsure about these movies before I had seen them. I mean, I do love Batman, but I know Tim Burton sometime his... This era of Burton is good. This era of Burton is good. I think a little bit later, not too long after this, his style kind of overtakes the storyline. It takes up too much space.
1: He also uses a, a something called CGI a little bit too much, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, his CGI is, is not spectacular. But I will say, Batman 1989, Batman Returns, two very enjoyable Batman movies. I do think Batman Returns is better than Batman 1989. Although I think the Joker is a better villain than Catwoman and the Penguin. I think I agree with you that even though all of the villains in Batman Returns are great. I love Shrek. I love Catwoman. I love the Penguin. It might be a little too much. There might just be like a little too many
1: things going on. You're not going to like the other ones. (laughs) It's just so many villains. But anyway, go on. Sorry.
0: But I think the Penguin's great. I think Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman is great. I think Christopher Walken as Shrek is great. I think this movie is chaotic and insane. And it finds Tim Burton ready to be Tim Burton. It looks great. It's so fucking dark. Batman just doesn't give a shit. He's just murdering people left and right. My only real complaint with this movie is the Batman suit. I don't like the suit. I think it's too rubbery. He can't move in it. His hand-to-hand stuff is underwhelming but there's only honestly like two hand-to-hand scenes in this movie so it's not really that big of a deal so i'm gonna give this movie a medium eight out of ten
1: yeah i'm with you there good movie
0: all right y'all thank you for listening you can find everything i do at awesome go one two
1: Uh, i'm on twitter at 80 half 24 on letterbox at retro andrew r-e-t-r zero andrew and you can find this
0: podcast wherever you hear podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at With Nothing To Say or Theater42. And thank you all for listening.
1: Thank you.